Welcome to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighborhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so much, Bob and Leanne and Mark and Tayden for helping us in worship today. Wonderful to see Taden involved. We are committed as a church to the next generation and getting the next generation involved in ministry. If you're looking for your church where your kids will feel significant, uh, we're really working hard at doing that. So thank you, worship band, for your good, good work today. And thank you, Pastor Yasmin, for your good word to us about parenting last week. Very rich, very helpful, very, very encouraging. And so uh, this week, I get to talk about family finances. And I think we've got some really exciting stuff to share with you. But first of all, we're going to take 45 seconds for you to greet one another, uh, share some likes uh, while we greet one another, say hi to some people who are listening in with you, and in 45 seconds, I'll be back. This is FAM, Family Finances. So we're going to talk about giving and generosity this morning. And uh, I'm going to be talking about money, but Vi Dilsner said something when I was talking to her last week about giving being more than just giving money. And I think we need to remember that before we dive into talking about money. So just listen into Vi's words here for a moment. In life, I realized that uh, how important it was to give and being generous um, with your time at church and also your time with your neighbors and your friends. I always thought it was important to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah and to give back. And I always tell my neighbors, don't rob me of a blessing, and you know who you are. <laughs> Thank you, Vi. Whole life giving really does matter. And learning to give of ourselves uh, really matters. But that does not excuse us from not giving of our money. New International Version, Proverbs chapter 22. And verse number six says this to us. Start your children off on the way they should go. Start your children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Start children off on the way they should go. Uh, we have a parental responsibility to start our children on the path they need to be going. And I'm convinced if we can give our children some wisdom in three areas, we've got them on a path that will serve them well in life. We need to teach them to, to love God, love Jesus. And we need to teach them how to treat people with respect and kindness. And the third thing that is a real difference maker in their lives is learning how to handle money. And parents, we have a responsibility to help our kids get started off in this stuff in a really, really solid way. Alan Greenspan, who for 20 years 
was the uh, Federal Reserve chair of the Federal Reserve for the United States in charge of their money, uh, said the biggest problem in the world today, the num- and I quote him now, the number one problem in today's generation and economy is the lack of financial literacy. Uh, many of our kids are going into adulthood and don't have a clue about money. Schools aren't teaching much. Uh, church probably doesn't teach as much as it should. Parents, you really need to help your kids uh, learn about how to handle money, what to do with money from a Christian worldview. So I'm going to give you four things today. And the first one is teach them that money doesn't grow on trees. Teach them that money doesn't grow on trees. If I heard that once when I was growing up, I heard it 50 times. I think my grandchildren thinks uh, money incubates in bank machines. Just go press some money buttons and money comes out. But money doesn't grow on trees and money doesn't incubate in bank machines. Money comes from hard work. And teach your kids that you have money because somebody in the house is working. Sometimes dad and mom are both working. And talk to them about the value of money. For the sake of argument, let's say you make $25 an hour. Explain to them that uh, you get that much money, but you have a responsibility as a citizen of Canada, and they take probably $7 of that away. Uh, So we've got good roads to drive on and libraries we can go to and schools to attend and hospitals to look after us when we're sick. So we're down to $18. Explain to them that uh, your family has $18 an hour and if they spend more than $18 an hour, you've got some problems. When you go out to the restaurant and the meal costs uh, $54, explain to them that you've just spent three hours of work. And you can't do that 10 times a week or you're in trouble. Explain to them that they have money because of work. Teach them the value of work. And teach them to do well in school because if they do well in school, it'll open up opportunities for them to get a job that'll be fun. They can do something with their life that they really enjoy doing. One of the greatest delights of my life is for the last 45 years, I get up every morning and I've gotten to do what I really enjoy doing. I've never felt like I'm going to work. It's fun. Uh, Teach them the value of work. Teach them the value of work. Teach them that money doesn't grow on trees. Uh, The second thing that we have to teach them is teach them if you don't tell money where to go, it will leave. Teach them that if you don't tell money where to go, it'll leave. Where did all my money go? Well, if you can't figure out where your money is going, the problem is you haven't been telling your money where to go. Uh, We need to uh, handle money well. Hard to believe that my mom has been gone now for nine months. Mom... uh, chatted with me a lot, but 
there are two conversations I remember having with her that stick out more than any other conversations I had. And interestingly, both of them were about money. And she taught me that when we have money, when I get money, I have to plan, I have a plan for it. And mom introduced me to what's called the 1080-10 plan. And uh, it's simply give 10% of your money away, <laughs> save 10% of your money, and live on 80% of your money. Uh, I'm not saying you have to do that. It's been a good guide for Pastor Don and I. Uh, but you need to. You need to have a plan. If you don't tell money where to go, it will leave. So I think uh, it is really, really good uh, to build a system where your kids learn how to, how to do that at a young age. I suggest that you get some jars for them. And they don't have to be this big, but I got big ones so they show up well on the camera. And I suggest that you start at a fairly early age, giving them some money to handle on their own so they learn how to manage it. And I robbed, don't tell her, I robbed my wife's piggy bank this morning. She fills it with all the money I put on my dresser every night, so I really don't feel like too much of a thief. But I robbed my wife's piggy bank this morning, and I grabbed 10 loonies. And 10% of what you make should, you need to teach your children to put it in the giving jar. And, and then you, you need to teach them that they take another 10% and they put it in the, whoops, wrong jar. We make mistakes financially quite easily, don't we? We put it, oh, we're really getting this mixed up. Okay, let's start over. We put 10% in the, see how easy it is to get confused? Giving jar. We put 10% in the saving jar, and then we put the rest in the living jar. Teach your kids to do that. And when this jar gets a considerable amount of money in it, take them to open up a bank account and teach them to save. It'll be a pattern that will serve them well for their entire life. Teach them how to give every Sunday. Empty the giving jar or Saturday if you come to Saturday church. And teach them the joy of giving. And then the living jar really, really matters. Teach them they have to live on what's in this jar. And when they come to you, if you pay them or give them allowance every Friday and they come to you Wednesday and beg for more money, you say... Sorry, you're out of living money. Don't give in to them because if you do, you'll develop a lifelong habit for them of living beyond their means. Teach them to live on what they're given to live off of. So the 10-80-10 plan. My mom uh, taught me that and I'm really, really grateful. And the third thing we need to know about money is that money needs to be directed towards what matters to us most. 
Money needs to be directed to what matters to us most. So if having a big fancy house is what matters to you most, then that's what you've been putting most of your money in. If uh, partying and having lots of parties and being known as a party animal really matters to you, then you'll be putting most of your money into parties. And if having all the latest clothes and the nicest possible wardrobe is what matters to you, then that's where most of your money is going to go. From a Christian worldview, our money needs to go to what matters to us most. And Jesus told us what should matter to us most in Matthew uh, chapter 26, verses 36 and 7, 36 and 37, where Jesus was approached and was asked, Teacher, uh, what is the greatest commandment of the law? And Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment for the Christian. What should matter to us the most is our love for God. And it should be reflected in how we manage and how we handle our money. Teach them that this jar really, really matters. I like what uh, Roger said last week, and I just want to take you back to a few short words from Roger and uh, listen in to what he says about uh, money. Giving and being generous is the first step. Uh, the second step is being thankful for what you have, truly thankful. And really, giving is the act of being thankful. Um, you know, it's one thing to say I'm thankful. It's another thing to give back to God. It's kind of, it, it's an action associated with being thankful. Uh, and the third is to be responsible with your money. Um, you know, God blesses people with things that they're going to be responsible with. Um, and, you know, those three things, being, uh, being generous with your giving, being thankful uh, for what you have, and uh, being responsible with what you've been given, I think are a pretty com powerful combination that uh, God will respect. Money is about giving, but giving is really an expression of thanksgiving. And when you give, you're offering worship to God. So take your kids, teach them to give, teach them to save, and then make them live on what's left over. Don't rescue them all the time. You'll build a lifelong habit into their view of finances that will not serve them well. And then the fourth thing, giving is better caught than taught. Giving is better caught than taught. I was struck as I sat with the Unruhs and the Dilsners interviewing them last week by both Jonathan and Stephanie's stories about how they learned to give. Uh, just going to run those clips again just for a short bit here and point out something to you. Probably the biggest thing that stands out to me was watching my parents very consistently. Like I can remember this all the way through my childhood, through my teenage years, every single, probably month, a month or two weeks, but every time there would be a check in the offering. I never knew how much it was. 
you know, it was always folded in half. Sometimes when we were kids, they would give it to, to one of us to put in for them, but it was a very, very consistent pattern. Oh. And I think I didn't really understand, you know, watching that as a child, but now looking back at that, it's that had a very big impact on me. You guys always gave me a little bit of change as a kid to get to drop in the offering plate when it came around. And in Sunday school, they had these things called Mac eggs. I feel like it wasn't always my money in them, but the act of having these eggs and, and like all the kids giving together their own, their own money um, was a really good thing to do. So both Jonathan and Stephanie learned how to give simply by watching how their parents gave and watching their parents give and watching their parents give them money to give. Uh, all the teaching in the world won't help if they don't see that it's something that really matters to their parents. We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you. Go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.